Hello, today I welcome Peter on the show. So first, thanks to have accept my invitation. Hey, thank you for having me. So Peter, if you should resume your path in three minutes, are you cool do that? Uh, I can try. Um, so I guess um, start at 12, uh, basically because my parents didn't want to buy me a bike and I really want to have a like, nice bike. So uh, the response to that was, okay, you can go and earn for it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was quite lucky because my dad owned some agency uh, and it was like, you know, uh, manufacturing different things. So I figured out, okay, I will figure out like how to do those things for him and then, you know, earn on this one, which I think was like the best uh, learn, uh, you know, lesson learned, uh, which I got. And I think from that time I figured out, okay, I can, you know, uh, not really sell things, but I actually just earn money to, you know, buy things which I really maybe wanted, wanted to try, etc. Um, so this is how it all started, pretty much selling then stickers to my friends uh, for bikes, obviously, because I was, I'm super into bikes. Uh, pretty much I'm just earning money to, on, you know, to spend yeah. them on bikes. Um, but from, from, you know, this, you know, uh, this experience, I, I always been, you know, trying to, to build my own things and, and you know, start different uh, businesses, uh, most of them failed. I think, you know, I tried to, you know, start maybe 14 different, uh, businesses and then also, you know, um, uh, pretty much, you know, during studies actually, um, build some different startups, uh, platforms that was around 15 years ago. So a bit different times. Oh, uh, but yeah. still quite, I would say successful in a way. We may, we managed to make some money. At the time, uh, but then I figured out, okay, actually, I would like to maybe go and uh, ha get like real job uh, and work at IBM and then SAP, uh, travel a, a bit uh, the world with different projects working there. And then I think eight years ago, I just figured out, actually, I want to um, focus more, more on working with startups, um, maybe not really build my own because I felt so many times. Yeah figure out I will just join other startup and learn uh, from there the experience, uh, like how to do this. And somehow I ended up running my own uh, tech accelerator, helping others build their products, as we call it, seven times faster. And, and from, cool. from, from this idea, I figured out actually we can build 100 times faster. And I think this is where I decided to actually focus on, on Pineapple Builder, which is the AI website builder for busy business owners. Um, and that's the recent, let's say, pivot or, you know, in, 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 in you know, iteration of this yeah. idea. So I think always trying to build faster, cheaper, uh, and more. So yeah, that's it me. Makes so much sense. That's, uh, that's make me think like, uh, I almost uh, did the same. I was in a startup at one point and, and I was like, yeah, but I think they are not doing enough faster. They could improve the process and make it faster. So then I, I quit a bit to go on my own and do my own startup studio to push people to build faster. And then I discover yeah. people uh, doesn't want to do faster because if they do it the wrong way, it's because it's their own ego. So if you try to get, help them <laughs> doing that, it was very hard because I was right. to help them to change their mindset. Right. That was yeah. very, very, very interesting path. Uh, and, uh, I, it seems like, uh, I was trying to do also the accelerator thing in a way. So I'm, I'm very interesting about this, but then, uh, first <laughs> I want to go back, uh, to a path a bit at the beginning to try to have a linear approach. Otherwise we're going to lose people. 
you you said something that interests me. Like the, the first thing to you would drive drive you to uh, do entrepreneurship uh, project. Let's say it was because you wanted to buy a bike, and that came from yourself. The idea of making money, or your parent told you like if you want something, like uh, work for it. Yeah, I think, you know, I was even not really introduced to this idea that you earn money, I guess, at the time, yeah. like, you know, you don't realize <laughs> this. And and I think, yeah, there was like just saying, yeah, you know, if you want this, you can have it, right? Uh, and, and I think, you know, to be honest, this journey of like, you know, almost 20 years really uh, teach me a lot about maybe money and actually in the end, bringing value to other people. Because I think at the beginning, you just, you know, earn money, you know, doing whatever it needs to be done. And, and then you do it mainly probably for yourself, right? You want things, you yeah. want to do things, maybe then you start helping others, etc. But at the time it was like, okay, I want this, you know, what I have to do to get it. <laughs> That's super interesting because I, I had a discussion not so long ago with my future wife and... Um, we were talking a bit about that. Like right now, we have both changed work, and I'm more focused on my new project, etc. So we have low income, mm. and and sometimes like, oh, we want to do that, and and often she say, oh, we we don't have the money, so we can't. And and uh, for me, it's more like, oh, I want to do that, so I will I will pay for it, and I will find a way to make money, or I will find a way to make money to pay for it. You know, I like mm. uh, because since the beginning, the first experience I had uh, um, as you. It was like uh, my mom told me, "Oh, you cannot buy buy that, but uh, because we don't have money. But if you want it, then work for it." And it was very like uh, super simple. And and she told me like she never had this experience of uh, her parent doing mm -hmm. that. And now I can see in her mindset like this is still a difference now, where, right. where for me it's something basic, as you probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you know, I think your case and your wife's case, you know, that you actually decided to go, you know lower income which means pretty much you know you decided to reinvest right yeah i mean like you're you know giving away something else pretty much to have something else in the future uh probably you know maybe actually doesn't mean actually even bigger value but this is what you really want right um so so i guess you made this conscious conscious decision to to yeah. you know focus there and then actually you know reinvest and and thinking okay you know, how I can achieve this new thing. Question is like, I'm worried, I'm curious now, what was, was the goal? <laughs> it was pretty simple. Like uh, for a long time, I was on a project, then I, uh, I was CTO, I work on startup. And then at one point I decided like, I will go on my own project because I don't want to work with other anymore. I want my full freedom. I don't want to have uh, any meetings anyway, any other things like that. Like uh, no mm. employee, nothing. Uh, I don't want to manage team anymore, you know, manage people feelings <laughs> enough. And, mm. and by doing that, I have refused a lot of opportunity where I was building this ecosystem since year. So I had a lot of opportunity in this ecosystem. And then I start back to doing my business in solo where I had not a lot of historic on that. So I'm not good. I'm, I don't have the right uh, ecosystem, the right context and everything. So by doing that, mm. I have definitely reduced my income and live on my, on my savings. And, mm. and that was okay because my objective was to gain this freedom I didn't felt I had before. And she did the same choice. She was a UX designer and she decided to become a coach for entrepreneurs, uh, right. like for makers like us. Uh, mm. and, 
by doing that, in, in one way, she reduced also her income because she's transforming like where the income came from. But sometimes mm -hmm. you feel like, oh, why not I take this freelancing mission? But this is against also your, like, uh, your will. What you want is not taking mission anymore. So that's mm -hmm. both way. And sometimes, like, for me, I will more design things like, okay, uh, for example, I want to put 1000 euro in my project because of whatever reason or in the house, in a living, uh, where, whatever. I'm more willing to do freelancer, for example, for that, because I want to design my income. Uh, mm. to feel what I want to do, where she, her, she will say, no, I decide to become 100% on uh, helping makers by doing coaching, so I will not take any freelancing mission anymore. Like, none. Right, right. Very you cool. see the difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So now you're actually building the indie maker kind of products. This is the, That's the main focus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have uh, CapGo, which is uh, the uh, update system for capacitor apps, like, uh, yeah, um, hybrid mm -hmm. apps. I have CapTime, which is a mobile app, which is made with capacitor. <laughs> That's why right. I made the second project. And uh, CapTime nice. is a CrossFit timer for people doing athletes doing CrossFit at home when they are not in the gym. Uh, they mm -hmm. want something of the look like of the one in the gym. So that's exactly what do CapGo and that's it. And it's a subscription app. And um, lately with Mark, we have launched uh, something which is a kind of a very baby, baby pineapple builder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I discovered that like I think today we made, uh -huh. we made like a very the baby step of your project, which was very funny. Um, mm -hmm. This is like you, you different than you because the um, us is more like you will never touch the building part. We just you ask you a few questions about your project and generate the page already done for you. There are no editor part. So it's like the right. ultra MVP of right, that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and that, and that's it right now. That's my, my, uh, my own focus. And sometimes I take like freelancing mission to help people on, on mobile apps, on hybrid technology because this is still not paying all the, the bills, you see. And, and, yeah, uh, yeah. when you have been a CTO and uh, at high role, I will say like, um, you have a good uh, amount of revenue. So then when you don't have this, it's a bit hard to get back to yeah, less yeah. spending. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right. And I think it's okay. I mean, I'm even considering actually kind of going back, um, in a way of like running agency, uh, because I actually opposed this a bit more. I had like a couple of projects running in the background because I also was like more, you know, starting projects, creating architecture infrastructure at the beginning, trying to kind of, you know, kick yeah. off the project and then I get some developers and they you will continue working on, on it, uh, for a couple months or maybe even years. Um, so I'm thinking actually to kind of resume this a bit more. But I'm all also open to freelance work. I mean, you know, the reality as well is like it's well paid. I don't think, you know, the, yeah. the whole idea about, you know, uh, building things, you will learn a lot. So I think this, this, uh, time is really valuable for other people, I guess. <laughs> um, and then the reality is as well, like, I mean, you know, we've been actually looking for people, uh, around the world and finding talents is like super hard. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous, I would say, hard. So I think there's, you know, still huge opportunity to 
you know, jump into this and actually get like really nice freelance, you know, um, contracts or like, you know, even a full-time job. Yeah. Um, which I think, you know, overall it's, it's, it's really good investment. I mean, running your own SaaS project is super hard <laughs> as I'm learning as well. Like <laughs> it's ridiculously hard. Yeah. Um, so I'm really surprised that so many people actually really, you know, jump on this and push so, so hard. Because no and one knows. <laughs> Everyone thinks, yeah, oh, the I idea is the more hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Recently, I did this, you know, like a uh, quick list of like people who actually crossed 10K MRR. Yeah. Uh, and I got like ter- 13. <laughs> um, you know, not thinking about maybe those super big guys, you know, probably, you know, more into 1 million yeah. space. Uh, but I was really surprised, like how many, not many people actually crossed this. And I got like so many, so much feedback that, you know, getting to 10K is, is hard, right? Um, and I think especially like a lot of people actually run this, you know, you know, as a, with co-founder. So you pretty much, you know, you have to share this anyway. So you have to get to 20 K even to, to, yeah. to get something like this. And if you think about, you know, um, freelancing on contracting, the 10 K is relatively super easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm doing uh, one mission now. I, I, I took just one. We will start tomorrow and it's 8 K for. 15 days it's like very nice very easy <laughs> compared to yeah. doing yeah. 10, 20 euro more mrr it's like infernal yeah. <laughs> right um so yeah i mean like it, it's hard and of course you know there are additional costs you know the the customer service and all that stuff so yeah not sure what to think about actually about this as well i mean obviously it's nice you know you have this freedom let's call it uh this way um but even like recently i tried to go for holidays and i was like you know getting of course much more requests for websites and and you know customer service because i've run this also campaign just before going my like, yeah my holidays, let's do something which, before holidays yeah yeah, yeah right <laughs> yeah. like i want to close something and it's like boom um so yeah interesting interesting um but I think, yeah, you, you can still, you know, jump on something, um, you know, freelance and then, then switch some ideas. <laughs> I think yeah, um, no one is going to judge you. I mean, if they don't, yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely no one. Especially like, I don't know if you got this feeling, but more I am doing my own project, more I have empathy for every business I am in contact with. Like, you know, you go to the restaurant and you see this is a mess and you're like, yeah, but I have a business. Mm-hmm. No, I know. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes everything yeah, is broken right. and you don't know why. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think, you know, I think what you said at, at the beginning, right? Like at the beginning, you know, you might be CTO, you're annoyed about yeah. everything. You figure out, oh, I can run it better. But then you just learn that, okay, it's really hard to run uh, it better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, even finding people, I think, for me, like hiring is the, the, you know, the hardest bit, right? And, and then it's like then managing this all together. And I think at the end of the day, no one really knows. I mean, I think even in the hackers, they don't know what they, you know, build and how it works and how they make this, you know, uh, really, you know, nice product overall. Um, I've been, uh, you know, listening a lot of, um, indie hacker podcasts recently yeah. and, and also the conclusion was, uh, you know, it's very often no one luck do. in a way. <laughs> yeah. No one knows what they're doing, but sometimes it works. Sometimes it works, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, you know, it's interesting to, to learn about this. And I think also, uh, I'm not sure if you're like, I think you're quite big now on, on Twitter as well, but then I also tried to figure out like how to use Twitter. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm there from 2000, I think 11, but I only, think same for me. Yeah. yeah. But only like recently, I think maybe now nine months in total or six months, uh, I've been trying to learn a bit more, like how to use this platform you know, learn from other people and all that stuff. And I think I'm quite failing on this <laughs> uh, as well. Uh, you um, know, you know, I will give you a secret, a secret mm-hmm. I have. Um, like my account now, I have 6,000 followers. Uh, but in fact, what I have done really is I've made 1,000 followers properly, I think, mm. since the uh, last six months. Because before that, I, uh, I, I did long, long time ago, probably eight years ago when I started to be in Twitter, like very shady methods mm. to grow audience. So now I have like right. uh, 5,000 of shitty followers <laughs> and right. 1,000 of good one. <laughs> but right. so it right. look amazing. But in fact, like for the number I have, it could be better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it's interesting time for for Twitter, right? Because I think, you know, as well, we can see much less engagement. Like, you know, those views are small. <laughs> you know, sometimes you you get, you know, uh, like viral, let's say, in a way, but then still yeah. nothing, nothing big. Um, but I think also, like, it looks like even big accounts, they don't have so much views, uh, you know, on their, on their, their tweets anymore. So, like, so often, let's say. Um yeah, it really depends. Huh? Like, and mm. this is a this is a machine uh, we don't uh, understand. Even with uh, seeing the code source, for me, it doesn't make sense. Like for me, when they released the code source, it was like joke. It was like <laughs> it doesn't look like okay. It doesn't look like it worked like that. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, shouldn't work. Yeah, but I, yeah. I guess like so. Do you do you know what's what's the what's the algo like around this? Like what should be you should be doing and not. I I have seen some things on the code and people reporting that on Twitter, but there mm-hmm. are there are things that so absurd about like there are exception about Elon Musk. If you put Elon Musk in the text, it's like uh, ten times better or something like that. Yeah, like, that's not possible. It's this like, <laughs> like right. what the fuck? But maybe it's right. true. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I, I will I will try this Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know check, that I've heard that you know. The, Having, having picture or like video or something like this. And I think, yeah, you should have like, you should get like a lot of engagement at the beginning. Yeah. Although sometimes, I don't know, you can get this engagement after 12 hours or something. Yeah. yeah the so, last tweet I did a good perform. It was 26, 26K uh, view. And at the mm-hmm. two, three hours, uh, it was a flop because I put, post it in the very wrong time. So I didn't have mm-hmm. no one to watch it. And then when he, End up to the right moment, it start to blow. Right. So, so do you, do you follow any any tactic? <laughs> uh, right now, I am following the course of uh, Dagobert, uh, the Mem Lord, uh, because I want to renew a bit my knowledge. To, to be to be honest with you, before doing Twitter properly, I did uh, the same strategy on LinkedIn, and now I'm not doing LinkedIn anymore. But I have trained myself a lot to understand what is good and bad writing, uh, what is a, a good storytelling and how to, to mm. do that. So that's, that definitely helped me on Twitter. The most challenge now is often when I wrote it's too long for Twitter. 
because I have the format of uh, LinkedIn in my brain very well in print. Right, right. Um, but if if I will guess is is um, I would say like be personal, share personal things. Like more more things have been complex for you, more it will make people be relate to you. Like if if you have a challenge mm -hmm. on on whatever, like share it. That's the most hard vulnerable things you you could do but that's usually the the most uh, human way you will you know take take empathy if you don't try to give a lesson but just share about what happened mm. and uh, and your struggles then it's it's very good um right. usually like big accounts can can afford to do just like oh do things like that because they have the followers already so people have already built the trust with them. So you, they can just say, Oh, I think you should do things like that. But when we mm -hmm. are tiny, like us doing that doesn't seem so nice. It look like, like someone is giving his un, un, uh, ask advice, you know, <laughs> the people in the, right. when you talk in the, in the coffee, someone asks you, Oh, what are you doing? And then they give you your advice when you never ask. So it look like that if you are, doesn't mm -hmm. have a build a trust relationship with uh, people. Um, mm -hmm. So usually it doesn't work well for what I've seen. And um, if it's a bit funny or a bit cool, like uh, you have a cool vibe, it's not just depressing, <laughs> it's better, <laughs> definitely. And and after the, the form of the message is very important for me, like it has to be fucking readable. Like uh, if my goal now when, when I wrote is to make a, five years old child be able to read without like what he's saying you see if you reach that right, right. then it's super catchy for people because they scroll so they don't have a lot of yeah. attention to put on every on every tweet so it has to be very understandable like uh yeah yeah, that, yeah. That, that's for me the best uh, the best things i know right now yeah i think as well like i, I can see more and more tweets like that i mean not really you know scheduled posts uh like in the past and i think maybe it's also me after actually holidays i'm like chilled and then i don't want to see this you know crazy messages or like you know trying to yeah. get my attention too much and also like i know subscribe here or like do this or that <laughs> you will get this crappy whatever <laughs> which you're not going to use this anyway um but i think and I really actually hope that actually Twitter will become like this place where people can really have proper conversations, like as a human being, rather than, you know, just this kind of bots or actually kind of in this mode of, you know, being influencer, trying to actually really get as much attention yeah. and views. Um, because I think, yeah, we have like just too much. Like I think all social media is like just too much, you know, uh, about this constantly kind of trying to grab to, to grab your attention um Fucking yeah we, which may i think we still we need time i think elon musk needs to figure out how to how to do this i still believe in this guy i mean you know i do as well sure. uh, but uh, right now it doesn't prove us right but uh, i believe in he can do something yeah i think it's it, it's getting there and i'm really sorry about you know like everyone who actually kind of run any, you know, app on Twitter, like with their API. But I think it is, this is also like was a bit ridiculous because, you know, people could actually really hack the Twitter and then, you know, post yeah. and, and spam a lot, a lot, 
which I think, you know, that's the problem of the social media, right? Everyone try to abuse this because, you know, someone else is abusing it. So why you? You're not doing you, right? Let's do all, um, the, all the shit yeah. you know, together. Yeah. But I think it's also like, you know, it's interesting thing about people which you try to follow. And I think, you know, seeing that they're actually kind of nice human being and then, you know, they're just really sure you know, their story, real things, you know, not try to overcolor things that, you know, you can do those 10 things, you will get to 10K MRR, <laughs> just like that. Um, yeah. Because I think, you know, overall, like things takes time, really. And especially even to keep this, you know, alive. I mean, like, you know, your MRR, I think, I think sometimes it's, it's challenging. Um, so... I fucking agree. <laughs> Yeah, I have have, my two projects right now are at the roof. I I don't find a way to break. Like uh, uh, cap time, the CrossFit timer is at seven hundred bucks a month, and no matter what I do, I cannot break this limit. Like I can put three hundred euro ads on it, while now there are none. Doesn't change anything. (laughs) It's like what the fuck. Right. I don't yeah. know how to break this limit. It's like almost 500 paying user, but almost. I'm always at 493, 96, 94. And it's like. Maybe you have this weird if statement in your code. It's like more yeah. than 500, get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, remove two. So I have that. Yeah. And for Capgo, I break this roof. I went directly, I went up to 1500 a month. And I'm stuck at this as well since two months. Like it was very growing, very like that. I was like, okay, I'm going to the sky. <gasps> Perfect. I'm the rich maker and my yacht soon. <laughs> and then at 1,500, right. <laughs> stopped. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I mean, like you, you never know. And I think for me, that's why maybe also like when I start building, you know, pineapple and I think. Even two years ago, I mean, the, the, my idea was actually to have this AI website built there, which funny fact, because, you know, two years ago, people were like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah, it wasn't imp- thing, impossible. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't really build or like generate uh, websites uh, just like that. And, and I think actually people actually were really pushing, uh, pushing back about, you know, they didn't want to, you know, AI website builders or something like yeah. this. You were early. Uh, they want, standard website builders or whatever. Um, so I think things change. And I think also what, what I've learned, let's say, from my old kind of ex- general experience is like you have to keep on pushing. And I think maybe you have to have, to have your vision of something and then just keep on pushing. And I think this is as well maybe Elon trying to figure out, okay, I want to build this platform. No one actually really understands this yet. But maybe in five years we'll understand like how it's how it's better and actually why we needed it. Um, uh, and especially for Elon Musk, he has uh, this pattern very like on all his project was like that. He made uh, PayPal mm. at the beginning and no one believed in this. Uh, he made Tesla at the beginning like fucking electric t- car like uh, so long ago. Like no one was yeah. talking about this shit. So it right. definitely that's yeah. a pattern. And the SpaceX yeah. same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's make (laughs) rocket who came back. (laughs) What? Right. And not burn all this money all the time. 
Um, which I think, you know, it's for me, it's actually interesting kind of uh, metric just to figure out, okay, if people are thinking that the project is really ridiculous, I think like, okay, this is, this is, this is going to maybe be something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> One way of, of the other. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I think it's always, it's still, I mean, the, the ideas are always bad. I mean, regardless, right. Yeah. You yeah, have yeah. to just keep on iterating on, on them and, like as well, like working with other startups, uh, you know, all of them, they start with one idea or like direction and then, you know, always change to something else. And I think this is where I actually started specializing, I think with, with my kind of, let's say framework, uh, of building apps that, you know, we could actually replace the whole app and turn this into something else fairly quickly because the architecture was very flexible. Um, and I think that's the reality, like, you know, you want to build this, but then two months later you learn that, okay, this is maybe better opportunity or like customers want something else. And then you have to switch it to something else. Um, so you have to be, have this flexibility, I guess, with speed. Um, but I think, you know, overall, like you have to just keep on pushing and, you know, maybe three, five, seven years later, (laughs) you can, you'll be able to build something a bit that, bigger, that, let's that's say. that's uh, i had this conversation with my uh my my partner like uh, she said like uh, w- when she changed from ux to become a coach she was thinking she will do the transition in in six months and i was like at one point at the beginning i talked with her and i, I said then what if it doesn't happen in six months like how you will feel because i knew for me like it takes long time like when you want to do something new it take you three four five seven years depends how good you are with change, <laughs> but, uh, but sometimes take time. So I asked her, like, are you prepared if it's not more than six months? And she was like, no, but it will not take more than six months. I said, yeah. And what if it takes more? <laughs> Can right. you just imagine that a bit? And now she's after the six months and that start to work, uh, the coaching business. Uh, and she start to help people, but that's that unusual. I told her, like, usually like it takes long, long time. Like uh, mm. getting, and especially when you don't know what you don't know, you know, like, ah, uh, oh, I am a good developer. I know how to make app. Perfect. I will do my own app. Yeah, dude. But do you know how to sell? Do you know how to market? No, you have seen people doing that, but it's way different. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, like totally agree. And even for me after, you know, like building apps for other people, like for eight years, like full time, maybe 200% yeah. of my time, you know, even starting the, the pineapple builder, because I, I think also funny fact at the beginning, I figured out, okay, you know what, we're going to build anything like apps, web apps, <laughs> cross platform, because also yeah. anything like, I mean, yeah. to be fair, we, we did it for our customers in the past. So usually they would have like, you know, platform or like something like Uber. And of course they have like web apps, mobile apps, internal apps. So I was building platform, which kind of enabled them to really share a lot of code and build those applications like turbo fast, let's say. And I figured out, okay, now let's build a platform to enable anyone pretty much. You know, I'm, mm. I'm always kind of sick of, you know, enterprise. Uh, you know, we're like bigger customers and I figure out, okay, let's, let's give it to, to people, let's say. Um, and I think, yeah, building, you know, just UX around this is, is super hard. I mean, you know, I think that's because, you know, pretty much that will, that will be something more like a bubble, uh, yeah. IO, right? 
And I think always uh, what I've heard about the, the bubble IO that's, you know, it's powerful, but it's really hard to build actually anything. And then UX is so bad that, you know, people actually need extra training and spend maybe one year just to really figure out how to build this. And in the end, it doesn't work because obviously it's, you know, yes. just too slow or like, you know, the performance is not really there. And then, of course, if you do it for the first time, it's, it's super hard. Um, but yeah, somehow anyway, I figured out, yeah, we can, we can do this. Um, unfortunately after I think nine months, we figured out, okay, maybe we can simplify this and just focus on building websites. <laughs> uh, that, that's the now. same story with everything. Like uh, people always start like, oh, I will do like uh, the next Facebook. But in fact, uh, you will go nowhere by doing that. And I had the same problem with cap time at the beginning. I was like, let's do an app, which is a CrossFit timer, but also a community where people can put the picture of the exercise they do and blah, blah, blah. And it was like 20 mm -hmm. features we launched. It was like a mess. No one used it. Then at one point we were like, let's remove everything and just keep the original idea. And then it started to blow up, super grow, <laughs> super mm. big. It was like... Yeah. You're like, shit, all the code trash. I <laughs> trashed. Yeah. I mean, totally. But the, did you rebrand this or like just remove some functionality or? It was no user. Like no one used like the super right. complex app. So I didn't rebrand right. it. I just <laughs> removed feature uh -huh, <laughs> until right, people, okay. people understand what it was doing. <laughs> the app right, doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's as well was pretty much the same because at the beginning, I think our editor was quite advanced, like more a Webflow thingy. Yeah. Uh, so then we start just like removing, you know, all the options and just like simplify this, simplify it, put more templates and more examples. And, and, you know, it got better. I mean, like people could actually really use this without me maybe doing this for them. Um, but I think, you know, it, it also depends on the, the, you know, what kind of customers you're talking to, et cetera, which is like, I think overall tricky to figure out, you know, as well, I think what you like to do maybe in a way. Um, because I think, yeah, that's totally different crowd. I mean, like Webflow people, uh, even though a lot of people actually try to use Webflow and they don't have, you know, designer skills or, yeah. uh, developer skills, skills, skills. Um, but yeah, usually they will fail and then jump to something simpler. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and even for me, I am a developer and I didn't like to use bubble or to use Webflow. I feel like you, you put me gloves on my hands, you know, like I know to mm -hmm. code, but then I have a, a tool which is kind of simpler, but still super complex because you have to know where everything is basically. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm, it's like I am trying to use a, uh, Premiere Pro, you know, to do video, like, yeah, so many buttons. You're like, which button do what? And, and, right. yeah. yeah. And then I have, I have discovered like, uh, things like cards, for example. And that's super simple. Like three section, four button. Like you can do only a few things, but at least that design for me exactly what I want. I don't want yeah. to do design. So that's yeah. it. But you know what? I still find it like super confusing and super hard. I mean, Card? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think it's still very complex. And at the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, there's this car thing, right? And it's like, okay, I tried to look into this. It's like, damn, this is confusing. I don't want to be the same. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, like I, I, like we had like a couple, uh, designers who were actually were building things with card and it was like, okay, oh, pineapple is too hard. I was like, what is too hard here? <laughs> right. So I, I guess it's like, you know, your perspective, but I think, 
I think as well, this is, you know, maybe even the different starting point. I think now we are kind of even more focusing on people which are, you know, they just really want to build something, have slightly uh, more, you know, options to, to, to customize things and yeah. then kind of grow it. Um, and I think also this is what we've learned the hard way. I mean, you know, building website is just a starting point. I mean, like, great, you have website, right? And a lot of people will say, okay, but I don't get any people on the website, <laughs> right? Like, it's not even that, you know, it's not converting. It's like getting a traffic. Uh, I want the initial traffic, please. Yes. <laughs> yes, included. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, you, I mean, you, like, overall, you, made, you made me think also, like, um, we were talking about simplicity on stuff and you talk, for example, for uh, cards, you, f you find it a bit difficult and while for me, one's more logical. And that made me think a debate I had yesterday or no, today with Cheyenne, uh, the guy making log snag, like he's really fan of uh, React and I am a developer. I have used a lot of tools in my life. Uh, Angular at the beginning was the only one, uh, then Vue. And, and I saw many times like React and I was like, Okay, everyone is talking about this, so I should try because like uh, there are more tool building on top of it. The ecosystem is bigger, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And each time I go to try React, I eat walls, like I get slapped in the face, like because I understand right. nothing. And and in fact, I think like understanding is like also how your brain is wired, and it depends a, a lot of who you are, where you came from. Like I came from, an, uh, you know, the first time I I learned web was with Angular. So my brain is wired in that way. And when I discover React, I was like, why everything is made the reverse logic? You see? While oh it's God. not reverse logic, it's reverse mind. It's very mm -hmm. like uh, personal. So with pineapple, probably you target a special kind of people who are very understanding it well. And some of them will never understand, no matter how simple you try to make it. Yeah, true. And I think, you know, that that's kind of great, right? Because there's like a place for everyone. I mean, yeah. Um, you have your different way of, of, you know, building things. And, you know, I think even for me, I think that's why it took actually, you know, around two years to really build this editor. And I think I really rebuilt this three times already or maybe four, right? Because oh. each time it was, okay, you know, we have to simplify this. We have to make it, you know, a bit more uh, user-friendly from this perspective for that kind of users, etc. And I think, you know, that's why it's really hard. And also like I've been, you know, learning from other different tools, like how they solve some particular issues. And then also you have those particular issues only appearing for this particular group, maybe sometimes, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of tricky, but I'm curious now. So what are you using right now? I mean, like React or... View, view, or uh, with uh, Mark, the project landing I hear is built in React because Mar Mark no only knows only Re React. He started his journey on web on React, so we were like, that's something very interesting. Like we were like, oh, let's work together, and then we discovered we didn't use the same tool, and we we're like, oh shit. <laughs> right. But yo, so with Re with Mark, we use this, and mm. me, I was using until two years ago mainly Angular. But then I discovered like Angular is very complex for nothing sometimes. And, mm -hmm. and on the other side, Vue.js is the uh, Angular, but make uh, with a simple mindset. Uh, like right. everything has to be simple, like a bit of the Python mindset. 
And so I switched to that and now I never look back. Like I was like, everything, it's supernatural for me. I mm-hmm. almost never look the dock of view or next on uh, Nuxt JS because it's very simple to me and very logical. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I use that on my project. Uh, uh, next on the landing pages, when I build the landing page myself, uh, so only two of my landing page are built myself. Otherwise, everything is on card. And the project is on uh, in view without next even, like to make it super simple. I have a template I reuse over time, which is an right. open source template. And I even improve the template over time on the open source project. So this is uh, working pretty well for me. Cool. What do you use for Pineapple? Um, yeah, like constantly React for the last eight years, I think. Um, so before it was Angular, but then when I saw React, it was like, okay, clicked somehow. <laughs> yeah, it was better for uh, you. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, pretty much React all the way. Cool. Yeah. And did you try Vue or other things like uh, never? Uh, not really. Uh, but I thought that Vue is quite similar to React. Um, yeah, so yeah. You can even use GSX if you want in, in Vue. But I use uh, I use Vue more in the Angular way, where you put uh, like the template of the HTML and the JS on different, uh, not mixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think yeah, we did a lot of like R and D's, the like projects around like React, React Native, and actually this cross platform. Um, so we could actually build ap- applications, you know, pretty much from the same source code and just share almost like 80 to 90% of the code, uh, you know, cross, cross platform. I think now also, uh, Flutter is quite uh, big or is like getting momentum much more, uh, yeah. which is interesting to see. And I can see actually people are building really fast with it. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, like for me, like I try to play like all around, you know, front end, back end architecture, you know, some, some complex things like in this space of architecture, I actually did a lot much more in the, in the space, uh, before pineapple. Uh, now it's all around <laughs> as I have to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think now AI probably much, much more <laughs> tweaking prompts and try to figure out like how to make it work. Yeah. That's the new, way. the new learning we, we are all on. It's like, oh, you make the AI work for you. Like uh, when, when we decide with Mark to do uh, landing AI, we're like, yeah, let's do it with uh, GPT-4. It will be super easy. But then we discover like making a prompt work for one case, it's pretty easy. But making it work uh, repeatedly over time with different user yeah. prompting into your prompt, it's like some very sometimes very hard. Like right now, we have a very annoying bug. It's like sometimes how people wrote to the description of the project, make the features section instead of beating three words, like we say, don't put max than three words to GPT-4. And I don't know why, but some people find a way to trigger it. And then he wrote a fucking text like that. And then <laughs> the whole design is broken because he has a big chunk yeah. of text where it should be three words. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I have the same problem and I didn't actually really manage to really uh, solve this in a way, um, because as well, like in our, in our case, like the idea is like, you can 
add new section and then you can just say, hey, what kind of section do you want, right? And then how many items you want to have in the section so you can generate like a lot of stuff on the fly and then tweak it further. Um, And then matching this with AI response, which is unpredictable and it's weird and sometimes you just decide to go like crazy totally random yeah um but i think it's also like what uh, altman uh was saying in his like conversation about chat gdp4 and you know those weird constraints because apparently it can't really count words or like characters like no <laughs> uh, I, I think i it got better uh, recently but it's it's something weird that you know sometimes you those very simple things you, you know it can't do and Especially yeah. you want to repeat this over and over. Uh, you, you can't really, you know, tweak it so much. And I think also at the same time, maybe it's actually the good thing because, you know, you don't want to be super, you know, repetitive, right? Like you would like to have different answers. So actually even the website is a bit different than, you know, the previous one. Um, so, yeah, I guess, you know, there maybe there will be like just different models. Um because even uh, the previous versions of APIs are like quite nice, stable for some cases. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, just understanding what's, what's there, what's available. Uh, because I think the space is also like quite growing, even though OpenAI is like really the, the main player right now in a way, or have like good results. Probably there will be like much, much more, you know, soon. So we can actually use this. Yeah, and even even outside of um, of of like players, I, I believe like there are a big big uh, open source coming to to this. Like I've tried uh, G- uh, GPT for all on my computer, and it worked pretty well. So I am actually uh, looking for a way to to package that in a way like I can use it uh, in my own project and uh, be not using open IA anymore, you know, for a certain core mm. because it's faster and, and, uh, and you, you own 100% of the output. There are no like open IA change uh, something and say, Oh, sorry, like Twitter, you're not able to use the API anymore for whatever reason though. Right. And then probably it's cheaper in a way, I guess. Yeah. Um, but also like, I'm not sure if like ChatGP 5 is coming soon <laughs> or like the new iteration. Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to be surprised because now it's kind of a competition of, if, like, until, until chat GPT three or four, like, m- most of people didn't understand what was going on. But now, mm. like, all the attention is on uh, IA for makers, but also for VC, for investment, for everything. So I think, like, a lot of big things will happen in the n- next year. Because like now all the intention is in that, like uh, same as the uh, when it was the NFT period or the crypto period, you know, like uh, every right, day yeah. was a new announcement. So I think it would be the same for IA. And now there are a lot of um, company running big, 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 big uh, process to prepare data for uh, the next uh, GPT version, uh, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, true. But there is always this way for something. Uh, and blockchain was huge yeah um and i mean yeah they're you know the the world didn't change (laughs) so much Mm -hmm. um i think maybe it's still coming uh we have to just figure out how 
but after yeah i think i I remember there was like so many startups and like so many like you know uh requests for like projects uh and we had like couple actually building even this you know crowdfunding platform with uh, bitcoin and all that stuff in the end it really failed just on the legal side um but um yeah i think now ai is the next thing um wondering yeah. what's what's the next <laughs> i think that um like i don't know if you have seen the um, the latest uh announced this week about uh, baby baby ig or uh, auto gpt like mm. it's people People put uh, GPT to self-answer himself. Like he, like yeah. you give him a job and then he, he creates the whole procedure to arrive to finish it instead of you talking with it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, will be something huge. Like yeah, you will, yeah, I, I think you will say like something like, I want to create a website and then he will be able to ask you question. Because right now, ChatGPT is like uh, trying to find solution in any way. He never say to you like uh, uh, he need more information. So how to get it? Right. And yeah. I think at one point he will be very more interactive like that. Yeah, yeah. So so that's the the trick with AI, and I think it's the trick with people in general. Like you know, you have to figure out what you really want to ask and how to ask about this. Um, yeah. So. But I think, you know, even though like AI can ask you those things, maybe I think still doesn't understand what you really want to achieve. Um, and I found that actually found this actually really as well interesting because, you know, for us, like, I mean, I've been trying to use as well hack AI to really build nice website. But then the reality is like, you can't really build a website just like that. I mean, you know, you as a business owner or whatever, like in our case, at least, you know, if you're selling something, you have, you have to know what you're selling <laughs> and why yeah. you're selling it. Right. So even though you get those answers, like you still have to really understand or like, you know, co-create them somehow. Um, unless really, you know, ChatGDP runs your business, which people also try this in a way. But I think as well, like, you know, you have to get like additional input to really push this because I mean, of course, maybe you can code this somehow that, you know, ChatGDP will be, let's say, greedy in a way that, you know, wants to earn more money and then figure out a way to control the world and earn more money. Yeah. But I'm then not, not sure if he's going to share this money with you because like, it's like, well, for what? I've earned yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So bye. Um, but that, that makes me think a bit about the, the famous, uh, uh, um, you know, the the forty-two, the answer of the life, like people ah, asking right. in the, and 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 I really like yep. this idea because like they put a super IA to compute like what is the answer of life, and then the the computer after millennials say like uh, forty-two, and people are like, why you answer that? And it's because yeah. like, uh, did you ask the right question? And it's a bit like that. IA will be like super smart, but then will people will still need to ask the right question because otherwise you have the wrong answers, which is really same with human, but uh, it's very emphasis with IA. Yeah, yeah. I think the conclusion was as well, uh, like the computer and then society asking was, okay, then we have to build like super big computer to simulate life and you're going to participate in this. <laughs> which is like, you know, having matrix just to like run matrix to figure out why you're running it. 
yeah. why people live on earth and and what they do um and i think you know i, I mean personally I, you know i like to think about those things and just like figure out okay why i'm doing things like why i'm actually even working on things and then you know even when we think about you know investing is like why do you really do that right um, because, you know, a lot of people actually think, okay, you know, I want to build a startup and, you know, it will be printing money for me and I'm not going to do much, but I mean, no one really. That, that's you know, a good question to ask you now. Why are you doing uh, what you do? Yeah, I guess, you know, I think that since I was 12, I just figured out, like, I just like to do things. And, and for me, even, you know, right now, the, the pineapple and the AI is, is really to figure out like how to really help people and just deliver more value to them and, and, you know, how to help businesses to really grow. Um, and then it's pretty much that's it. And, and to be fair, even though it sounds, sounds very weird and a lot of people will say, okay, you know, but, you know, you have to earn money somehow or something. I think for me, at least it really worked this way that the money kind of follows. Because yeah. th th that was the same as with, you know, building this tech accelerator was like me just trying to figure out okay, how I can really help people and, you know, build more for them so they can actually really deliver more value to their customers. And um, they were really happy about this, right? And that's why the, the, the company really grew. And I was never even having intention to, to build any company like that. Like I'm totally against, you know, any agencies, <laughs> you know, usually they're super bad, <laughs> right? They, they want to build like, you know, something charge you a lot. And then it's like, okay, we yeah. built, you asked for this one. And it's like done. <laughs> yeah, you asked so, something stupid and uh, we build it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. We are just this stupid AI charging <laughs> you a lot. <laughs> That, that's probably uh, why I felt my kind of agency because each time someone was bringing with a very stupid things, I was like, no, that's stupid building that I'll not help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So th that's, that, that, that's a challenge. And I think, you know, finding the right customers for you, yeah. but in the end, like right now is, um, you know, just building something quite challenging. And I think that's why maybe I'm still pursuing the, the, the pineapple builder because it's super hard. I mean, I wouldn't even expect, you know, how much functionality actually you have to have really to, to deliver that kind of uh, things. I think, of course you can, you know, just give people output or like, you know, very simplify this or not having options to really to edit. Uh, but I guess, uh, yeah, I like hardcore extreme sports. So I figured out <laughs> that's something for me. The same with coding. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I do the same with coding. Um, so let's, let's, let's keep on pushing. Um, so yeah. yeah. That, that, that's fun you say that because like uh, when we start uh, doing landing AA and we got a bit of money with that and I was like, okay, what is the next step? And then I was like, oh, next step is website, website builder. But then I look at how much it's work and I was like, maybe it's not the next step. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so, it looks so hard. Like, uh, or I was thinking the only solution is to find like an open source tool, which is already making all the composability, but like you will not find one which is very nice and integrated as you want. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. we're going to stick on the vision of uh, a landing generated and without option to editing that like you take the code and do whatever you do with that. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, again, like, so what will, what will be, let's say your goal? I mean, like anyway, maybe the goal for you building those products 
because I think you know you have now three products. Yeah. Uh, I think Mark has like even more. Or I have more as well. But I have three making money. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. <laughs> go, go, go. Uh, definitely, my goal. Uh, it's something I've set up long time ago, and I want to follow that. Um, I truly believe in freedom uh, as one of my core value. So I want to build my freedom and be able to. What I'm saying often is if I want to learn pottery for three fucking months, I want to be able to do that. I don't want to don't have to work at all, but I have to have a lot of flexibility on how I work. And, and that's what I, what I want for my life. And I, and I am doing things to help also people achieve this dream because I, 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 I truly believe everyone should have a lot of freedom. Don't feel like, oh, mm. I'm stuck on this. I cannot change. You know, because I have a loan, because I have a child, because whatever. No, for me, that's horrible to be in your self-jail. So I want mm. to help people do that. That's why I'm doing the podcast. That's why I'm doing uh, like Cabgo in open source, because I want to share more and more. And I, I wish to do Landing AI in open source as well, but I am with Mark and it's uh, you don't see much the value of doing that in open source and it doesn't have the same core value, so... We do it differently, but uh, I want to commit to do everything in open source, for example, for that, because I truly believe like sharing is caring, you know, and, yeah, totally. and that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's my big why, mm. I would say. Nice, nice. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, open source as well could be nice marketing strategy overall. I mean, like you can get like a lot of traction and attention there and people help you with that. I think still maybe you need like a different system to monetize this. Um, but I think, you know, I think especially maybe recently I have more and more this kind of, let's say, second thoughts about, you know, freedom and actually building things to be more secure in a way. Um, because, you know, for me, actually this, this is what, what kind of happened, let's say with already itself, like the tech accelerator, like I was at the point that, you know, I can retire and I guess that was my kind of second retirement in a way. Um, but then it's like, hmm, what should I do, right? I mean, like, I still would like to, you know, uh, focus on, on maybe building something and just like try to figure out like how to build value. I guess maybe for sure, you know, even take much more gamble in a way. Um, but then the reality is uh, it will cost you a lot, right? I mean especially when you get older, right? Like you have more spendings and I think anyway, if you're not working and do something else, like it will cost you a lot. Right? Yeah. So then I was like chatting with my friends, which are, you know, working for, you know, bigger companies uh, for a bit now. And to be honest, like, I mean, you can have really great life, right? Like you can earn a lot. You don't overwork yourself. <laughs> you know, you, you have a lot of freedom in a way. Um. You know, obviously they're also like thinking, oh, I would like to do what you do. And like, so you, you have more, let's say freedom in a way, but I think overall, like, you know, the freedom is really in your mind. I mean, what do you figure out for yourself? Like how you really perceive constraints, which you might have, um, because at the end of the day, we are free, but very often, you know, we just tell ourselves that we are not free because I can't do those things, which I would like to really would like to do. Um, and I think, you know, then you start asking even, I'm actually very get, getting very, 
a very um how to say that's it? good uh, complex and spiritual maybe but i think you know like just try to figure out like what you really want to do for yourself like what do you like to do why you're doing this it's this really important question you have to ask yourself and for sure you have to just start even asking yourself regardless you know if you have this free time or you don't have this free time um and i think overall it's really necessary to run in a way successful slash you know business or or life um because it's good to have those answers like you know why you do those things like what is your limit you know maybe there are better options you know my my partner she has a she has a very good framework she when she do coaching to help people to know like how much they are happy she happy she has a like she she put people writing their they core value, what they value the most in life, and and try to ask them uh, like uh, on the a daily basis how much they are aligned to their value, and that's pretty simple exercise. Uh, if you are guided to it, it's pretty easier, and mm. and then you can see a bit like uh, if you are aligned to what you value the most. And for me, I value a lot my freedom, but not everyone value it as me. Like, I want to be able to change something from one day to another, like, or everything. While some people are very, like, uh, conservative in their value more. So it will not make mm. sense to have this freedom. They will be like, uh, for what? For <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> right. True. 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 Yeah. Uh, it, it truly depends, like, what are your value for me? And, and this exercise, like, uh, she made me do, uh, because uh, I'm doing uh, coaching uh, with her as well. And that, that's make a lot of sense to me. And that's helped you to know, like, uh, okay, where, where you, sh- you should be. Because sometimes some people, like, as you say, your friends say, Oh, you have more freedom than me. But then you, if they really ask themselves or become like you, they felt like this is not freedom. This is just a, a unsafe place for me because there are nothing with uh, strict uh, limits. Everything mm-hmm. is like moving. So they don't feel like comfortable by that. Like, uh, tomorrow you can lose everything because Twitter, uh, closed the API. Are you comfortable yeah. with this idea? Many people will say no. So mm. <laughs> that's, that's an important point. Like, because that will definitely don't make you happy if you put yourself in this situation where you can lose everything every day. While mm. being an employee, it's more stable. It depends where you are. In US, it's very easy to fire you. But in Europe, for example, you have more, like uh, mm-hmm. firing someone is very uh, hard, so you have safety. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, like, you know, I think anyway, if you're being fired, I mean, usually you will have, you know, some additional, let's say, holidays or like they will pay. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's always the same way, you know, if you're, let's say, good employee, which, you know, if you want to ha- run a business, you have to be in a way good employee. I mean, you know, efficient people really want to work with you, etc. right? Because you deliver so much value. So I think regardless, you will f- create for yourself quite safe, uh, you know, space to, to work as, even as an employee. Um, and probably anyway, you know, there will be like so many other opportunities because I think even right now, like a lot of people kind of, uh, you know, was forced to, to switch to something else. But, uh, I saw this interesting statistic that was, yeah, like 60,000 people was like, let go, like in those big companies, but in the same time they hired like 80,000, right? Um, I didn't knew that the second stat. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, because obviously, you know, people like to talk about those maybe bad things, let's say. Yeah. But the reality is, you know, especially now with AI, everyone wants to catch up on this, right? Everyone will be hiring because they have to. Everyone needs to be kind of, you know, uh, learning those new skills because, you know, we have to figure out as well, like how to even use AI, how to make it even better, how to really optimize this. Um, and I think, you know, still there is so much money, let's say, in the world in a way. And I think that's why, you know, working for someone else or like doing freelance, I think it's, it's very lucrative still and probably will be because this is, this is, this is the, the state of, you know, just yeah. economics in a way. Um, so again, probably, you know, running uh, your own business requires you like much more flexibility and just understanding those different things like marketing, which I think is like black magic <laughs> still for me, at least. Um, and it's constantly changing because I think as well, like, you know, there are some of those trends which you have to use them. And, you know, if you pass this, you know, you have to wait for another one and figure out what, what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, make, make total sense. I think you, you tell something which is very interesting. Uh, like you say, like to be an entrepreneur, you, you, you should be also a good employee. And for, for example, for me, I am like, uh, uh, when I was an employee or a freelancer, I was very good in performance, but in management, it was horrible. Like I am very an, an individual person. I don't like uh, to be always in the team, you know? So it, people find out if they want to work with me in, in a company as a full time, I have to be on my own team alone, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, um, working with other, I, I will just frustrate everyone because like, I'm not trying to, and that's something happening also with my businesses. I'm not asking permission. I don't like to do that. I, I was educated in a way like uh, you don't ask for permission. You do things and you say sorry or you improve after, but you don't debate about things. Like I don't. So in the company, that's super complex to do that. Then you have a kind of uh, an electron, which is making noise everywhere. And like people talk about that a lot. While I am doing a lot of things and providing a lot of value to the company because I use my own like knowledge of things to build on the right direction, but and then I don't ask for permission for anything. So in a way, like they say, that's amazing what you do, but you should have asked. All the time I got this mm-hmm. feedback and I, f- I felt like I was not a good employee for that because I was like, what the fuck? Like why I'm doing the right things, but in the same time, not the right thing. And I got mm-hmm. this, this feedback over and over like right, until yeah. I start to do my own thing or become mm-hmm. at the top. At CTO, it was easy because I have to report to no one. <laughs> so right, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. And I think, you know, for sure that I think happens for me, you know, a lot. I mean, I, in the end, I like to work alone and, you know, move fast, break things and just like, you know, th- even when I, you know, you know, start running the, the tech accelerator. The whole idea was yeah. like to run 10 times faster, right? Like build things 10 times faster. If you're in a team and then someone is building that fast, you mean, then it's weird. I mean, this awkward situation. Um, but I think also, you know, the, the, the good part of it, like when I'm kind of look, looking back into this and it's like try to figure out like why I didn't manage to really fit into the team and like what was wrong there. And I think again, then running more my own business made me realize that you have to really collaborate a lot. I mean, that's everything. 
you know, and I think even marketing or like, you know, finding, you know, your, uh, you know, crowd or building this is, is mainly about collaboration, right? Like, I mean, you have to provide the value, but then at the end of the day, the customer is, is deciding what is valuable, right? And I think this is where we all made this huge mistake of building this feature, which is like, oh, this is going to be so great. <laughs> but yeah. then no one is like getting it, <laughs> right? And I think this, this that's the problem. Like you know, you'd never had this conversation with your customers, with your, your community. And I think that's why you kind of miss the point about this. So, so for my case right now, it's like really learning those skills, uh, and then I just figured out, hmm, actually, you know, if I could be a bit nicer and more working together, I think even with my partner right now, you know, and future, you know, family, like you have to really participate and, and collaborate. And I'm not sure why, because I think, I don't know if it's the engineering background makes you just, you know, do one thing like kind of CPU and then just leave me alone. <laughs> but the reality yeah. is, you know, much more complex. Uh, and I think AI again kind of proved this that, you know, the context really matter. And then whatever you put in inside, you know, the question, like you will get yeah. a different answer. And, and I think, you know, the hardest bit is really to figure out and, you know, navigate this and then collaborate with, with others. Um, and I think that that's maybe it's also tricky about Twitter because. You see a lot of collaboration, but at the same time, you really see not much of it in a way. Everyone is trying more push their own agenda in a way and, and yeah. you know, just, just deliver. That, that's, that's fun you say that about, the, about collaboration because I had this issue a lot while working with people. But since now I have my business, I don't see me building a business without collaborate with the users like uh, capgo i have a community there are 400 people on discord now every every day i talk with them i debate with them to to find way to make the product better and even by building open source i have no choice than to listen people because sometimes they push a new feature without asking me and i'm like okay now i have to 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 talk with them to know if that uh, makes sense in the product or not and uh, and sometimes it's really tricky because like uh, the interest of the users is ag- against the interest of the business sometimes. Like, oh, we want that like that and that would make everything easier for us. And then we will have, it will make things, uh, you know, like you can make things easier, but it will be expensive for you as a business mm-hmm. runner. And, and at this time I have to, to tell them like, yeah, that's very cool for you, but that's make the business way costier. So I cannot afford that right now because I am solo maker. And I have to share that. So I have a very, like, a big discussion with them and I'm super enjoying that. Like, even Mark today told me, like, you're so caring on Crisp. It's so, like, uh, very weird. Like, uh, like, mm-hmm. I didn't expect that from you. And, and that's so natural. But in the, in the other way, in the business, inside the business side, I'm totally against that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want meeting. I don't want discussion. <laughs> like, that's, that's very funny. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, totally agree and and i can see this very often right but i'm not sure why why what what was the case um yeah because it's weird i mean i mean the reality as well maybe is like you know usually in a team you have just i don't know other people which are maybe more kind of thinking about their job and just like doing small bit not really thinking about the everything else and they don't engage maybe on on that kind of level 
But yeah, I think overall everyone's trying to really help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. build something. Um, because I mean, like, it's obviously fun. You know, if you build something, people like this, you know, they share feedback. Even when, when it's bad one, you're just like, well, okay, but why is that that's the case? Like you try to learn and, and, and uh, you know, learn from it somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess maybe that- it's just... That, that, yeah, no, no, that, that's very interesting. Like, uh, I think that's, um, that's a concept I often, uh, use. And I think that's linked to that. It's like, um, I imagine everything you have in your life is like, uh, in a cup. Like you have a, a jar of energy and every day you have this jar f- filled and uh, mm-hmm. you consume this energy. And, and, and for the caring of the discussion of things, it's also the same. And if I spend times with the user talking a lot, then I don't have time for debating with the people working with me in a way. You know, I have mm. already consumed the energy, the amount right. I have for today. And I think yeah. that maybe that can make the source because I take a lot of time to debate with my partner and my user. So at one point, I don't want to debate anymore <laughs> about anything. Like even yeah. e- eating food, I don't choose what I eat. I have like a food delivery every day. Uh, I, I, I have a, like a subscription and I get the food and I don't choose. I just say like, I eat like that and then I don't want to know anymore. You do all the choice. Right. Yeah. So that makes me linked. Yeah. I think that this is the case of, you know, why Zuckerberg wears the same t-shirt every day. Yeah. That I was thinking <laughs> to that when I, I uh, talking about the food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is, uh, really like how it, our let's say brain works i mean there is like limited amount of uh, decision you can make in a day and i think they also they, they, they when they were they were discussing this on you know zuckerberg or steve jobs like why they're wearing those things because literally they they can't it and it's not that they didn't, they didn't want to they can't really make those decisions because you yeah. know you have you can make like you know i don't know hundreds of decisions let's say every day and that's it <laughs> um, so that was even the study, uh, about judges because, you know, they, they have to make a lot of decision every day and they prove that, you know, it's impossible. Like it was fine, you know, number of decision you can make, um, which I think obviously, you know, when you run your own business, you have to make a lot of decisions, Yeah, <laughs> uh, not necessarily, you know, good ones, uh, of always. Um, but I think you have to kind of really understand this, this dynamics. Um, so this is also like what I'm trying to figure out every day, like try to do as much as I can, but not more than that, because it's the same as gym. You know, if you push yourself too much, you're going to pay for this yeah. tomorrow in a way. Yeah. That, that, that's very cool, man. You just make me discover that. Like I, I didn't. So I was doing the same kind of process. Like I have reduced a lot my decision making. Like uh, I have, I don't know, six t-shirts. Maybe it's not all the same color, but it's all the same shape. Uh, and three jeans and that's it, you know, like, and I, mm. I don't do the food at all. Like I want to have out of my brain. I don't want right. to do also cleaning in my house. I have uh, this uh, someone coming every, every, Week because I'm taking a lot of decision on the other side, and I just discover like mm. I did that naturally without thinking about it. <laughs> that's like yeah. that's very yeah. cool. I think that that's why AI is so nice because you you know you can actually offload this problem to someone else. You just like ask and it's like okay, give me that. It's like boom. Yeah. 
So for me, it's actually really game changer uh, just to really ask. And I think, you know, even right now when I use this, you know, or like for customers to create a copy or something else is just so way easier even to have something and then just work on it even later on um, just to tweak it and then make it better. But yes, when you have the starting point, this is just way easier. <laughs> um, I think that this is that's the best thing about the AI, um, just to do with the heavy lifting, uh, yeah, up front. Okay, man. Um, I think we did uh, we did a pretty good job already. It's like one hour sixteen. We talked together. Uh, maybe we can go to my. Um... To my last question and and finish this podcast uh it will be amazing i, I believe what are you thinking sounds good <laughs> sounds good perfect i have one question like it was related to our, our i think we talk about about being your own vc but like uh, what did you do exactly to be able to work on pineapple uh builder for two years like the you you put a lot of money on the side when you were doing the agency yeah so i think it was like you know this kind of classic dream of indie hacker just to figure out, okay, how I can build this runway for myself so I can really focus on, on something. And and that was mainly me running the, the agency, putting some money on the side so I can reinvest, uh, which I think I do it anyway. Like every, every year I try to reinvest as much as I can. Um, so mm. I think, you know, that's also this power of, this, this synergy effect, I think if you, if you do something for a really long time, you know, it will really compound. Um, so I think I was actually reinvesting and not really, in a, in a startups, but I think in different, uh, places, you know, it could be like your just real estate or something else. Uh, I think the whole good, good idea is not really to put all your, you know, eggs into one basket, the classic thing yeah. and the, the, classic. diversify things because, you know, I made uh, as well, like a lot of mistakes and uh, you are going to lose a lot of money. So I think that's why also you have to be prepared. And I think also even the, the API Twitter case, unfortunately, that's the case for all the businesses. Like, you know, people will get banned from Google search or something like that. And then it might kill their own, their own traffic or like the ad stop working suddenly or something else will happen. So I think you have to be prepared in a way. So I think that's why it's good to reinvest and put this money like in different basket, let's say. Um, yeah. So you have this kind of, let's say, plan B, plan C, plan, you know, whatever. Yeah, so you can fall yeah. back. Um, but then for me, it was like pretty much working for almost like six years on on on, on already itself and then try and manage to kind of, you know, to secure some money on the side so I can reinvest it back. Um, so yeah, keep on pushing and, and growing. I think at the same time, it's tricky because if you have too much runway, you're going to burn this in a way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think you have to really maybe be careful. It's just like not thinking that you have so much time, you can do whatever. Um, it's, I think it's always good to push yourself a bit too much, let's say. Okay. And, and when, when you decided to go full time on pineapple, how much did you add in savings or? You have an amount to share? Yeah. So I think, you know, maybe there's also their thing, which a lot of indie hackers uh, think or try to do, right? Like try to run a couple things at the same time. And anyway, when I was running already, like 
I could work on my other projects or actually I was working on those R&D projects inside the company and Pineapple was this project for last six years, to be fair. Um, Because I think anyway, you know, even that officially we actually put like 1 million into the R&D through the six year. So that was this kind of investment which we put already into building the front-end framework, as we call it, and the kind of back-end framework. So I think that's why even right now, Pineapple is like just 10% of the, the you know, all the capacity or like options you can do. But this is what I've been actually selling to other companies, you know, most yeah. of the time, I mean, through the, through the, the tech accelerator. Um, so, right. And the point is that even though like I could run those two things at the same time, I think it's better to focus still on one thing because I was so distracted and I think also spent so much time and effort on building things, which I didn't understand fully. So that's why I think uh, two years ago, uh, when we actually delivered this really massive successful project for British telecom and their 120 teams, I figured out, okay, now this, that now's the time that, you know, to wrap this into a product and actually, you know, focus on this full time because it's kind of, validated in a way um so i think that was the this couple points which figure out okay i have to focus on on pineapple i have some runway so i can do it a bit more freely and then yeah keep on pushing (laughs) okay thanks uh let's go back to one of my finishing question uh what you will have loved to know before starting this journey what do you think you should have known that this is going to be have so so much fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's a really good question. I would like to really answer this in a proper way. Yeah, take your time. Um, and I think the, the, the one thing is that it will take a lot of time. Because I think everyone says that, but then no one listens. No one listen. <laughs> and I would say usually it takes like two to three, four years to really figure it out. Um, so I think you have to be patient and I think you have to learn and iterate fast. And I think maybe that's why it's not really to focus, you know, purely on one thing. I mean, you know, full in is like just having some time uh, to really recharge and go for holidays, actually, I think as well. Uh, yeah. That really helps. Surprisingly, you think, oh, I don't have time for it. But then you just come back from holidays to figure out, oh, I spent so much time on, you know, being the box, let's say. And now I can actually think outside of the box and uh, iterate on this. Agree, agree. Like each time I take same time off at the beginning, I feel so bad. And at the end, I, I felt like, oh, I should do that more often. <laughs> but yeah. It's like the same after drinking alcohol. Like, oh, I shouldn't do that anymore. And then the uh, next day, oh, you're drinking right. again. And next Friday, it's like. Yeah, and next Friday. Maybe uh, this Friday will be different. <laughs> yeah. I will control I, I, myself. Yeah, at least for alcohol, I've changed that. Like, I'm not drinking mm-hmm. anymore much because it's really too much impact on my uh, on my energy yeah but uh, the same yeah. i'm not sure if it's like just getting older but <laughs> maybe um, <laughs> i yeah. just i i, I just became uh, 30 years old in february and now i felt like nice. oh, now i'm old guy <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite quote 
Favorite quotes. Um, actually, I'm a fan of uh, quotes. Um, I'm fan either. Guess, I even f- made f- an app fav- for quotes. <laughs> we didn't favorite, make money. <laughs> favorite, I think, uh, maybe just uh, just do it <laughs> for, for this specific, one, specific, yeah. specific case. Uh, I think it's also that sometimes you we overthink uh, too much. And I think it's just... Just try to do something, see if it works, iterate on this fast. And I think as well, you need, you know, months to validate something. You just need to validate it quickly, but then also don't let go. I mean, just iterate yeah, and, and, and make it better. Yeah. I think that, that two point, like sometimes often people like, oh, I do it, I do it, but they never look back what they did. So they just mm. do. And it's like, I think it's, just do it is mean to say like do and then think not stop thinking <laughs> yeah. like do and check what you have done do and then you do again yeah, yeah. but not look not think in the future yeah i think it's it is quite hard right i mean like especially you look back and just like figure out oh that didn't work as planned right obviously yeah uh i think it's quite hard and to be honest i also had like very hard time doing this or like not being super honest about it and it's like oh no it was like great we progress but then you know we failed great no, not, yeah we felt great yeah um but unfortunately you have to do it i mean the yeah. same as ai you have to feed feedback that was wrong make it better next time yeah make make a lot of sense yeah what who should i invite after you you think in this podcast? Um, I think, you know, after my holiday break, I'm not sure even, <laughs> I forgot even all the names. Uh, yeah. But I think you have like a couple nice guys already. Uh, I think um, I'll, I'll, I can message you about this. Okay. Sorry. As you want. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. There are no, uh, it's like a recommendation to make my job easier. Then I can uh, just know, contact the person you recommend and say, hey, Peter recommended you. Do you want to come in the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Did you it's have very... a, a Dimitri on, on your podcast? Uh, no, no. And uh, that's a good suggestion. Like, uh, because mm. I totally forgot about him. There you go. Perfect. You next have this, guess. this, uh, perfect sales strategy is like, to whom I should sell next now? <laughs> you will get 10%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sadly i don't monetize the, the podcast so you will have 10 percent of zero <laughs> but at least 10 percent, you know with good yeah. sales person uh, let, like, let's go 50 then you, oh, 50, you get 50 yes <laughs> about 50 yes please it's all recorded yeah um nice okay and uh so the last question is for you this time uh where we send i want 50 percent as well <laughs> where do we send people who want to know more about you um i guess uh my twitter account which is like peter underscore k-o-w uh, i have my website as well peter kowalczyk.com um, yeah, we were gonna put that in the description for the people who don't know yes, to yes, wrote please. that super easy <laughs> Yes. No joking. Super easy for you. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're like, ah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Super cool, man. Uh, I really enjoyed this time with you. It was amazing. Uh, nice chat. Thank you as well. Nice one. 
Yeah, very, very cool. And if our listener did enjoy that as well, um, what I recommend is like sending a text, a tiny heart to Peter to say thanks to have joined and for his sharing. Uh, what he knows because he takes his time instead of working to, to share. So it's still, it's amazing to take times to say thank you as well. Because as you know, this is not paid. You, you got it for free. So at least uh, do that. And also to me, if you want, and you can also send me what I should uh, ask, uh, in the podcast, what you think I should improve and things like that. I'm taking feedbacks to try to improve and make it better for you as a listener, because it's very good for me. I like doing this podcast, but I also do it to have people enjoying it. So feel free to share. I'm mm-hmm. open for that. Thank you as well, Martin. Really appreciate this. And it was really nice. I think, you know, just chat and then hopefully some people find this help, helpful as well for themselves. So I'm sure it will. One. I'm sure it will. Now in English, it's a bit... Uh, like it's still few person because I'm starting again this community. I, I, I was doing that in France, in French for two years now and made 100,000 listening in the total podcast. So pretty good amount nice. for 100 episodes. So around 1000 by, by episode. Uh, but now in English, it's like, uh, the machine is starting again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will, I know over time you will, uh, you will have a lot of people, uh, feedbacks. Mm. That's so are you based in, in France actually or? Right now I'm in Romania because my partner, she's mm. uh, from Romania, but right. Monday we're going to Portugal because we like Portugal. Ah, for a bit longer or? Six months, yeah. Uh, we really okay, enjoy uh, Portugal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not bad. Around but we Lisbon don't have a base. Something? We don't have a base. No, oh. in Madeira. It's a Portuguese island oh, uh, ne- right. near to yes. Canary, Canary Island. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's nice. I mean, like, you can do a lot there and it's nice. You've been there? Right, cool. Uh, yes, actually, I think last year. Um, so you, usually I would maybe go for winter time. Okay. Uh, I think we went there for like three, three weeks. So no, nothing crazy, but I guess I uh, managed to experience a bit and also got COVID at the time. So that wasn't maybe fun. That's, uh, we we um, could have even met, meet there because like I was there since January yeah, until oh, June. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think I have like two other friends which are there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, recently I've been actually traveling Spain and also trying to figure out what to do for next winter. Um, Come back to my so I'm thinking about... Yeah, this. But then uh, I think the problem is too coldish. So yeah, I'm it's, thinking about Tenerife. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, so Canary Island so is better for for winter time because it's more more warm. Yeah. Okay. So perfect, there. man. Uh, Thank you as well for for listener. I tell you, see you next week for the next episode. Bye, bye.